to Podcast versus Player, episode 181. I'm one of your hosts, Carl. And as always, I'm joined by a man who told me the first rule of passive-aggressive club is, you know what, never mind, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only bloody Dan. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Question Time. <laughs> I was going for a mastermind kind of thing. Oh, see, that's what I was thinking and I couldn't remember the name of the show. Yeah, that'll be. Uh, We're so out of sync. <laughs> well, it's, it's also a show that's like fifty years old, so I it is, worry. and I'm pretty sure is a British thing that most people in our audience won't understand. Mastermind, I don't know. It seems like it's like it's a sort of a who wants to be a millionaire. Like it, it must seems have been. boring enough to just be British. That's true enough. Yeah, well, it's just it's the it's the most pure version of just asking general questions. Questions, yeah. Specialist subject, boom, done. Most points, the winner. There's no. Do you think there's no would, audience would participation? Do, there's like, no video games someone's been on there with their specialist subject of Star Trek I know that That's, that seems more that kind of crowd what smart yeah like, I'd agree yeah but like no but I mean, you don't see anyone going on there saying like specialist subject McCoy's crisps but what would their questions be how many flavours of McCoy's are there six next okay we've run out of questions beep 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 beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be more questions than that well it would be like okay what's the saturated fat content of a bag of cheese and onion McCoy's and someone's like I don't fucking know are you crazy but if, if, if it's a specialist subject they would know oh I think it would have to be more like a, a taste test kind of thing so they would instead of it being like a whole crisp say they just like snap off like one of those individual like sections of it like the little things and they just have them all laid out and they've here's, got a, a, here's a ridge oh. of a crisp <laughs> yeah exactly and just oh, they get all oh, ready salted and they're like correct next next point that seems really easy it does but it's again <laughs> that that's sort of like judging up mastermind like I, I get the feeling that you go oh what about like a McCoy's round where you've got to guess the McCoy and they're like no it's just questions and answers <laughs> it's general knowledge and special yeah subjects. he holds up he holds up the ridge of a crisp and he just goes is this a cheese and onion for Chris Ooh, or not? That would you be go, a challenge. You've got to, oh, you've got to tell taste by it. Like no. the, uh, the scent. <laughs> just what yeah. it looks like. Under the, under now you've got to peg on your nose. you just got to do it by vision. Ooh, it's got a certain colour to it. Solid colour, yeah. A certain colour palette. I reckon they do. Uh, probably with like the dusting and stuff, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, probably. Anyway, um, sorry. This week's episode is brought to you by McCoy's. Uh, <laughs> no, this week's episode is brought to you by Enac Fire and their G20 wireless earbuds. Um, we reviewed the G20s and they're a great addition to your daily tech set. Uh, visit podcastversusplayer.com forward slash review and see for yourself and uh, pick up a pair. They're fantastic. Pick up a pair. Pick up a pair of G20s. Yeah. The penguin guys are not happy If you are listening... Um, we are available for jingles as well. <laughs> <laughs> Stolen jingles, but yeah. No! <laughs> right, Dan. i got some big, fat, juicy news. Go on. Um, Microsoft have bought Bethesda. Ooh. Um, for a whopping $7.5 billion. Oh, Jesus. Um, which is $5.85 billion in uh, pounds, sorry, in Great British Sterling. Um, well, they actually billion. bought Bethesda's parent company, Zenimax Media. Right, okay. Um, um, aren't Zenimax on the film studio as well? Uh, potentially, maybe. Oh, no, is that Zenith Media I'm thinking of? That's Yeah, that sounds more likely. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, future games from the studio, including Starfield and seemingly The Elder Scrolls Six, will come to Xbox Game Pass the day that they are <laughs> released. <laughs> Outstanding. So that's every Fallout, every Doom... Uh, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, yeah. Although, to be fair, Young Bloods was already on there. But we could get all of the Wolfensteins now, maybe. The newer ones. You got your back catalogues, your Bethesda back catalogue. It's pretty impressive, mate. BBC. <laughs> um, I love the quote, fact that Microsoft are just buying up everything now. I, I've got a feeling that they probably won't keep them exclusive. It seems like a huge fan base to alienate. It would, and that would only annoy people. But yeah. it would be sort of like, look, we want to get timed exclusivity on certain titles, maybe. So, like, the newest Doom, say. 
or the new Fallout, not like a 76 Fallout, like Fallout 5. Yeah. You know, we want that for six months for Xbox and PC. Um, then it can go to Switch and uh, PlayStation and whatever. Um, but given given the fact that they've also got uh, the EA Play uh, stuff coming to, and the EA Play Pro, I think it is, uh, coming to Game Pass at the end of the year as well. I think it's just the, I don't think it's the Pro version. No, I think, um, still, I think you still have to pay for that. No, well, no, but I think Pro is what you get with Ultimate. So play, everyone should get, and then play Pro. I think is what you get with Ultimate. So I'll get play Pro, possibly. Ooh, it, it, we'll have to sort of see as when I mean, it comes in out. In all fairness, there's not a great deal of EA games I give a fuck about. <laughs> to be that well, excited, to be fair, but... you could get Anthem, and we could actually play Anthem together. I mean, I'll play it if it's free. I did buy it, so I, I need sort to play it with because no one else is online. I'll tell you that. Um, after the shit fest that was the Avengers, I need a good Iron Man game. <laughs> yeah, and it is a good Iron Man game. Although saying um, that, um, I tell you what, we will touch on the Avengers because I've played a significant amount of Avengers by this mm. by this point. I too have been playing the best Avengers game of all time, Lego Marvel <laughs> Superheroes. Yeah, I mean, it's still that's still pretty great. Fuck it um, is. You know what I love even more? Sorry, can you shut the fuck up and just let me no. carry on with what I was just talking about? <laughs> Go on. So I played like like ten hours, maybe. Is that it? I feel like you should have played more. Uh, well, that's just because I usually do after I've had something for like a, a week or two. Yeah. By I've this point, it by now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've already rinsed it. But um, th- there's been other things that I've been playing, um, and I kind of didn't want to just sort of absolutely pound through this. Um, but to be fair, the like the story, the actual campaign, like I haven't touched the multiplayer at all yet, um, and I think I'm only like fifty six percent or something through the campaign. So it's actually a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be, and the story is actually really good as well. Um, I wouldn't recommend it for like a full sixty quid kind of release price, yeah. but I'd say twenty five and below. I'd say that's more than reasonable. It's worth it for the campaign alone. It is actually really, it's a really good story. Um, but maybe wait until that price drops. To be fair, I don't know how long that will take because it's Marvel and what? Why would they drop the Avengers <laughs> game? It's the Give only one that's out. Microsoft will buy Square Enix, so <laughs> it'll come to Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's still a lot of it I'm not particularly fond of. So it's it's like it's just the same thing again and again and again. It's just yeah. go here, hold the point. Go here, destroy a generator. Go here, kill a unit. Like. There's only so many times. Like even the interiors of the buildings are exactly the same, and it's just it's a lot of repetition. And I get that you can't just everything can't be brand new and awesome every single time. I get that, but it's just so noticeable. And like the the actual combat stuff when you're smashing things up, it, it's incredible. Like the combat is really quite satisfying. But when it's just wave after wave of robot after robot, it's just like God, give me some variety. Like let me fight some aliens. From, well, just some people. I've, Do you know what I mean? I've seen, it, it seems like they should have put a lot more effort into the single player than trying to make it this, like, live, continuous service. Yeah, I'd have much preferred it if it was just, like, um, it'll always be one player with a companion, at least one companion. So you can do the entire campaign, but you could also do the entire campaign with you and a friend. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's always going to be two people that can interact, and do, so there's always someone for player one and player two to control. Um, but the the war table thing, I get I get the idea behind it. It's just that there's 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 just no variety there from what I can see, and that's what's disappointing. Like yeah. the levels themselves are big, and there's like there's this one where it's like a, it's a whole town, like a sort of it's like a town in Utah or something like that, and you can sort of you know scurry across the buildings, or you can fly around. But the, the the one thing that does bug me, especially with the flying stuff, because like Thor, I think looks better flying around than Iron Man. Yeah. Um, but there's no like super speed, so it's not like you can. Again, it's because the maps aren't big enough to cater for that, I suppose. But like you know, in like Lego, where you can sort of like you can fly around, but then if you like hold a button, you'll go and go like supersonic. Yeah. yeah. There's not an option for that. You don't feel like you're really covering a lot of distance. Which I guess also makes sense because if there's Iron Man, Thor, and then there's Hulk and 
Black Widow. Like Black Widow, she's going to be miles behind because everyone else has just already got to where they need to go. She hasn't got a grappling hook. Give her a jetpack. Or let you pick someone up. Yeah, jump jump on the backs. Yeah, you just grapple onto Thor's ankles. Do a uh, Iron Man three. When uh, you know when towards the end when Rhodey hasn't got his suit and then uh, he's got his arms out ready and Tony's just like nah they're they're only like tailored to me and then flies off and then one of the Iron Man like drones comes in and just like he just like kind of hugs him (laughs) and flies away something like that I think but that's the thing it's it's one of these things that it's it seems like it's a good starting point Hmm. it's not finished yet like if if they want to carry on going with this to you know make this campaign even bigger and even better um and then give more and more heroes time in it and then you know try and focus more on the the single player stuff rather than the multiplayer yeah then that's what it's just it's the certain things like i think it's just because i'm used to a certain level of game i mean i don't know if i'd classify it as a triple a title but i think it's supposed to be it's supposed to be whether yeah yeah, whether it meets that criteria is a different story, but it's definitely a triple uh, A game. Yeah, well, it's just that, like when you when you're walking around, people don't feel that they actually have any weight to them. Yeah, I had the same, yeah. I had the exact same problem with Fallen Order, where it's just sort of you know you just sort of you're flicking the left thumbstick sort of quick, and they just go blah, 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 blah. they just sort of like turning ninety degrees on the spot. Whereas like Tomb Raider, Uncharted, Last of Us, God of War. They handle like a person. Spider Man yeah. doesn't do that. Do you know what I mean? It, they just—it's—it's it's just too quick and jerky, and it doesn't actually feel like they're actually making movements. On what, sorry? What? On Spider Man? No, no, in in Avengers. I was going to say the, the movement on Spider Man's amazing. Yeah, no, it's incredible. But that's the thing—it's <laughs> like it's it's so ingrained as being. Oh yeah, you just sort of forget because it's just everything's just so natural and seamless. Whereas. With this, you don't really get that sense. Like the com- again, the combat and like sort of like engaging multiple enemies and stuff like that, and the hero abilities, and you know, upgrading. Th- One thing I did realize though, far too late in the game probably, was that it's a waste of money. <laughs> when you upgrading your powers, there's actually like three different menus. So I've only just been upgrading abilities on the first one because uh, I didn't realize there was two others. So that's my own stupid fault. Um, well, do, do, is it is it like obvious? I mean, it's like it's. There's, there's like it's a menu within a menu. Yeah, so it's probably not that obvious. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it took me ten hours or whatever it is to notice it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's in theory, it it should be a lot better than it is. I think the execution is probably just not quite what I wanted it to be. Yeah. But like I say, the story alone though is I haven't finished it yet, so it could just sort of go at the end. But I don't get the feeling that it's going to. It seems like it's it's well cast. Did you do well my request and check out if they fixed the waterfall? <laughs> I don't know where that waterfall is, but I'm not going to look for it. Because I'm it's... assuming that whatever it is, no, they haven't. No, unlikely. Anyway, Bethesda. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, go on. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know if you had anything else. Um, so, from day one, we're going to get the Bethesda games, Daniel. And I don't know how I feel about this at all. I mean, on one hand, it doesn't bother me in the slightest. On the other hand, I think it's a pretty dicky move. Why? Because if they do keep them exclusive, like these, these aren't everything that Microsoft buy and Bethesda, um, uh, Obsidian, etc. These are all originally third-party developers. Sure. So, this is fully... I know Microsoft are going to be footing the bill now, so that's this next bit isn't really that relevant, but developers have gone from potentially making money from uh, from Sony consoles, Nintendo, PC, and uh, Xbox as well, to now you can only make money from Microsoft. And as they are selling the least... When it comes to consoles, that means the the, the install base isn't there. So are these are these developers going to end up like? Rare? I don't think so because I think they're too well ingrained within the the mainstream to just sort of have a bunch of IPs sort of squirrelled away because Microsoft doesn't want to help develop them anymore. But at the same time, 
they've been sold for five billion, whatever it was. So they're going to be sitting pretty. To be fair, it's not as if they're going to lose a bunch of staff because they had no choice but to sell. Clearly, mm. they had no incentive to do so, other than oh, that's an insane offer. We'd be stupid not to. But what does even if that's the case, need? though, and they said, well, we, we've bought Bethesda, so now all of their licenses, all of their original IPs, they now belong to us, and that means that any further releases are going to be Xbox and PC only. Well, no one can really say anything about it because they bought it. It's quite a lot of um, studios under Zenimax. Go on. Bethesda. Anything we recognise? Yeah, uh, Bethesda, obviously. Yep. Zenimax Online, who make um, RPG, uh, the online RPG, The Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, that's still got a pretty big fan base, from what I understand. Um, ID Software, obviously. Arcane okay. Studios. It's Arcane, yeah, I know both of them, yeah. Uh, machine games. Uh, Don't they, they make did... like indie? No, indie they games. made the original. So they made uh, Wolfenstein: New Order and Old Blood, and New Order, and the it's New Colossus. It's not what I'm thinking of then. Um, Tango Gameworks made The Evil Within. It's a good game. Alpha Dog, who know they do like iOS and Android games. Right. And Roundhouse Studios, uh, it just says, in 2019, Bethesda Softworks opened a new development studio, Roundhouse Studios. The developers of Roundhouse Studios represent more than two decades working together on a variety of games and genres, including RPG shooters, action adventure games, and more. That's all it says. Right. So they haven't actually released anything into that studio, though. Let's have a look. Visit studio site. That just takes you to Bethesda. No. <laughs> Which, well, the I very suppose first this, thing... If, if, it's one bit of good news, though. I can get rid of the Bethesda launcher off my fucking desktop. I am not even joking, right? The first thing I thought of when I read it is, fucking finally, everything will go for a Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, but it's a good time, Dan, because last week we had the PlayStation 5 event. Mm. And I don't care what anybody says, in comparison to the Xbox uh, conference they did, this was fucking outstanding. I didn't watch it. It was very good. It was very good. Um, obviously, the big the big thing about the whole thing was the price. Um, so over here in the UK, you're looking at four hundred and forty nine ninety nine for the disc version, and three hundred and fifty nine ninety nine for the discless digital version. Which, all things considered, pretty good prices for a brand new console. That's crazy good. Uh, well, funnily enough, my sister wanted. She texted me the other week and said, "Could you like?" build and um, not, not physically build it but could you build a PC a gaming PC for my nephew and I forgot all about it and then she texted me saying which one are you going to get of these and I was like I don't know I'm on one an R in and uh, I was like I'll take it if you're going to be getting him a PS5 he's not having a gaming PC and she said um, she's like oh, I don't know yet still don't know which one to get and I was like well what's your budget for the PC which one I don't know. And I can tell you now, if you're umming and ahhing over 449 Yeah, there's no then, point. Yeah, like you, you'll never be able to build a PC as good as a PS5 for that much money. And she's like, well, I can get the parts a bit cheaper. It's like, unless they fucking give them to you for free, <laughs> you or won't be able stolen to. Yes, I was like, like, it's, it's impossible. Literally impossible. Has anyway. she got a keyboard, mouse monitors like anything for an actual setup outside well, of just the equipment well, outside of the parts you got to look at it realistically though right if you're building it if you're do i get a gaming pc or do i get a ps5 that pc's got to be at least on par with the ps5 in order to be relevant so that means you need a 4k monitor which means you need at least a gtx 1070 at least that's you, we're, we're already over budget. Yeah, <laughs> just with those two items. As soon so, as they've got a four K TV, which they haven't. Well then, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So he's going to need a four K monitor for his PC. Well, the, but, but that's not a necessity though. It's it's something nice to add to it, but it's it's not a necessity. No, but you know, it's 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 part of a not a, yeah necessity is the wrong word. Anyway, off subject. Um, they came out steaming, Dan. Final Fantasy 16 PlayStation exclusive and PC. Nine. Oh, 
I can say I haven't watched any of this, but it honestly looks really good. Really, really, really good. It's kind of yeah. like medieval, and it's in England. And everyone's got a lovely British accent. Oh God! Well, I can't wait for the outstanding voice acting yet <laughs> it's again. Not that bad, to be fair. Uh, you say that. Um, Spider-Man Miles Morales gameplay. That I did see. Looks excellent. It looks real, real, real. Holy good. shit! Does it look excellent? Oh yeah. Although one bit that annoyed me when he's fighting on the bridge and he's taking out some of the goons and then Miles is like, I need to get past these guys and then goes invisible and then just attacks them. If you've gone invisible, walk fucking past them. <laughs> if you need to get past them. I, well, I, I was just sort of like, they did the, the Tom Holland homecoming, yeah. <laughs> like web everything up and just sit in the middle of it going, Rah! I was like, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit similar, isn't I it? I mean, you could also say Toby Maguire with the train. Yeah, I mean, it's it's different in the set, I mean, but then the, it's... They're all Sony, so I'm pretty sure they can go away with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, it's not as if anyone could winch about it, but, you know, like that always reminded me of Cap grabbing the helicopter and went to Soldier yeah. and brought it back, but it was just like it was a man in between two, like just doing an impossible thing, and Spider-Man just seemed to do the same thing, where it's like web everything up and just hold the ship together. Pretty sure water doesn't work like that, but no. irrelevant. It, it still was an incredible shot. I do. I like stuff like that though because it's not massively often they actually show how strong Spider-Man is. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, which like, is they, they did in Civil War quite a bit. Like when yeah, he, he was I mean, catching the like the cars and stuff. Yeah, but they'd like dropped a walkway, like an airplane walkway mm. on him, and he's just like, oh. But to be fair though, Cap still did that. He didn't know he could lift it. <laughs> there was a potential that I would have just killed him instantly just splat and he's like yeah. oh. I mean I'm assuming he assessed whilst the fight was going on the stuff he was doing that's what I imagine they would say if someone who went by the way did you know that he was super strong and he'd go well I saw him grab that car that fucking Bucky launched at him yeah. and just go I mean I, I don't know I'm just spitballing he just go, hey, it's just, he's, he's very good so he could just tell. He could just look at you and just be like, "Well, you wouldn't be in that I stupid suit if power. you if you couldn't dr- have a thing dropped on you, a very heavy <laughs> thing." Because, I mean, in all fairness, Cap probably wouldn't have caught it. I don't think he would have squished him. But no, no, no. It would have been like a, a, that. Would have taken him out. He could have held it for a bit been. before it like toppled him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not like like because Wolverine's not super strong. He's just got unbreakable bones. So he can lift m- more than a normal, regular person can. Whereas Cap is just like, he's super strong, but it, it, it's, I'd say like, I don't know, if you were doing it on a point scale, if Batman was a was a 10 in terms of like peak physical strength, Cap's probably like 18, maybe. Not yeah. like super, super strength, but way stronger than a normal human. Yeah, but Spider-Man is still... He's super. Than... He's got super strength. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think he. I, I can't remember what it actually is. Now. I think he can lift like five ton or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's like a car over his head, so like a ton or two, like completely over his head, without stress. But it, 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 it depends on which Spider-Man who's the writer. Do you know what I mean? Twelve point five ton. <laughs> so a van. Really, a big um, van. Or a truck. comics, it has been proven he can lift up to 100 to 300 tons if under extreme conditions. Well, when something's dropped on him by yeah. Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> um, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, Captain America's just peak human level strength. 300 tons, that seems... That's a lot. <laughs> That's 300 cars? Yeah. I, I can't see that somehow. Anyway, and to be fair, if that was the case, and you could show him that you you know put them on a big tray and he just lifts them all up, then he shouldn't really have a problem with any of his villains, really. Like you should just be able to punch them into the ground. Well, that's the other thing, though, because of his superhuman strength. Does that mean he he holds back when he's fighting? He has to because he doesn't want to hurt anybody. Not really. That's what, that's he just what I wants mean. to stop them. It's like one punch from him, and like he, he could literally punch through somebody's face. Well, this is it. Like, imagine if. You know, Age of Ultron, Scarlet Witch had got inside his head. And he just went on a bit of a rampage from a city. Yeah. He was just knocking people's heads off. He's pretty formidable. It's only because he's so, like, he's young and naive and... Not naive, that's the wrong term, but he's... 
because he's so cheerful and happy it like he doesn't always seem to be that big of a threat but yeah he, everything he's got I mean he's got his spider sense he's got obviously the webs and I stuff mean, I think the spider sense is kind of the that's one of the best things you could possibly have yeah it's just like the odds of you actually getting hit with like your enhanced strength and reflexes and stuff but not, you, you could react so quickly that yeah. it would it's almost as if you knew where it was coming from basically yeah, it's or where, like you, a... where it was going to go it's almost uh, what's it ESP hmm. like if Batman had that It'd be unstoppable. Good, good grief. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking mental. Imagine yeah. if somebody like Wolverine had it. I mean, he's already got enhanced senses. He's got enhanced senses, but he can't go, someone's about to hit me. He could probably, I'd say that, he could probably sense it through smell and stuff, couldn't he? Yeah, so he could smell like, the adrenaline and the, the, maybe the sweat and stuff. I think that'd be a stretch. It would be sort of like maybe subconsciously he picks something up, but like, Spidey's like fully aware of. Okay, you're going to try and punch me in my right eye socket. I'll yeah, just move out of the way a little bit. It, it's it's almost super speed. I think it's also the fact that the likelihood of somebody getting Wolverine from behind and actually hurting him is pretty slim. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll just get bonked in the back of the head and just turn around and go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what though. Actually, watching that Miles Morales trailer and it, just kind of thinking back to the uh, first Spider-Man game that they made for the yeah. PS4. Um, I don't know what Spider-Man is going to be like in the Avengers for PlayStation. Still, it ain't going to be that. Still ain't. Um, what's it yet? I think it's next. I want to say next year. I don't, I don't think because I think Hawkeye is. It might be either Hawkeye or Kate Bishop is the first one to be introduced. But I don't think that's happening this year. I, I think I'm sure. I'm sure I read something like February or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Um. Back to the PlayStation reveal, though. Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, that I did watch. Looks fantastic, doesn't it? I wouldn't go that far. I think it looks real good. I don't even like Harry Potter. Real games that we've got are like all the movie time ones. Or Lego. And Lego, yeah, that's that's pretty (laughs) much it. But this, I think, there was like a mobile RPG. I mean, it's also Um, not Harry Potter, is it? No, it's just the Wizarding World. Yeah. In the in the eighteen hundreds. Oh, there there was a the Connect thing, wasn't there? I mean that doesn't count for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but this this but looks like it's. It looks, I think it looks real good. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's got nothing to do with fucking Grindelwald, like God, that film just brought everything crashing down. I like the first one. The first one was fine, but it wasn't as good as the. We're, we're on about thingy, Deathly aren't we? Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, but Grindelwald, it was just an absolute mess. I don't I, know what it was. It just it was just poorly put together. I, I remember f- I fell asleep watching it, and obviously it, it finished by the time I woke up. And then I kind of like the next day or whatever, I kind of forwarded it and went, I don't remember this bit, and then just watched it from there. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even think I've seen it all the way through. But I really I really like the first one, and there's there's some of that in here with like the beasts and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, kind of tie into all of it. I, I, think. I think it looks pretty good. I think it'll be a good RPG. Well, yeah, that's the thing. If it's just a sort of a good, you know, you build up your powers, but it'd be sort of like a, you know, can you choose your destiny kind of thing? You know, yeah. Can you do a, a proper RPG and can you be... I think that's what it is mostly. Commander like. Shepard, prick. Yeah. Or can you be Commander, Se- Commander Shepard's nice god? Nice guy. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think so, that's what it is. That's the, that's the vibe I got where it's all about talking about your story and this and the yeah. other. Well, um, if, that, if that's the case, then if it's just sort of like, oh, I want to be the hero of the story, and you go, okay, well, you're in Gryffindor and go and fight monsters, away. yeah. And it's like, well, actually, I want to be a bad guy and go, okay, well, you're in Slytherin and go and raise the dead or yeah. something. <laughs> you just, but I, 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 I like the idea of just something that's not completely focused around fucking Harry Potter. And I, I think the best thing they can do for this is, tr- is hopefully, because I'm assuming it's, it says it's out in twenty twenty one, so it's got to be nearly finished, but. Um, I want it to be a Knights of the Old Republic style thing. So it's Star Wars, but it's got nothing to do with the films or anything. Yeah, so and it's I in the universe. The step for it. it, it you see recognisable either characters or powers, yeah. uh, powers like spells, spells, and, and you know, like like uh, you know, I want to be like, oh, we need to go on a mission. Let's go to potion class, and like you'll so like you through your normal school stuff, you'll learn how to make a certain potion that's like a fire yeah. bomb or whatever yeah. or a health potion. And then, like when you have to, like you get to, shit, we're gonna go on a mission. 
um, sneak into the, the thing and like make potions like you've got to sort of do it from memory so you've actually got to learn shit that you're doing like that's that's the sort of level I'd want it to be that sounds really so you, good do you know what I mean yeah but then you know can you get the deadly curses you know is that something that you can learn and because then you could just go around Hogwarts just yeah. torturing and killing everybody. Like, I mean, that's probably going to be it. <laughs> well, that's the thing, but, you know, that's that's what you really want from yeah. an RPG. You really want to fuck things up. But also, at the same time, they would have gone, oh, do you remember 100 years ago where that guy went on a fucking rampage and killed everyone in Hogwarts? <laughs> what was his name? Uh, J.K. Rowling or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious for it. I, yeah, I it I'm, I'm looking forward good. to it. Um, um, do we know if there's a multiplayer element? I don't think there is. I don't think there is. And I hope there isn't. Good. Yeah. No. I was just going to say, good. I, I, I'd quite like to go on a sort of like a wizardy adventure with you, but at the same time, I'd be constantly having to hang fire and yeah. wait for you to catch up, and you'd like you haven't done enough research or whatever. And you'd want. I rely on my wits and my wand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you want a bag of shit because you <laughs> made it out of MDF and it. <laughs> Dog hair. <laughs> it's just one of those oversized pencils with a rubber on the end. <laughs> Novelty ones, yeah. yeah. Or a pen that you turn upside down and it's a naked lady. <laughs> I use Erectiona. <laughs> anyway, speaking of things that I was unlikely to be excited for, Dan, Call of Duty mm. Black Ops Cold War. Another one that I think the Black Ops ones, probably with the exception of four, which I don't remember ever dealing with. Um, the stories for them have always been pretty decent. It's just it just suffers from normal Call of Duty-itis, which is shit. <laughs> there's a zombie thing and as everything's multiplayer, but like they touch on a somewhat interesting story. But. This looks real good campaign. It was a it was a campaign gameplay they revealed. Have you have you seen it? Uh, yeah, it's with um, it got JFK in it. Mm. Yeah, I've seen it. But it's very John Wicky, and I liked well, yeah. it. Like like where he uh, after he's taken that sniper shot and misses, and then he everyone's shooting at him, and he like jumps out, shoots a few people, grabs that guy, uses him as shield, shoots like three people, and then pops well, the grenade and puts it in his pocket and kicks him out of the way. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it a Call of Duty wet dream, though, isn't yeah. it? Like a John Wick film, but it, it would just be that would just be a cutscene, mm. or it would just be I, that's just reminding me another thing that um, I think it's in the Avengers quite a bit that really bugs me John Wick <laughs> no it'd be quite a good addition actually um, QTEs for no reason stop it like I, I just I don't get it oh uh, press X to open the thing why just just do it just lazy like you climb a ladder there's a thing at the top hold X just do it well a lot of games you don't even need to press anything you just walk no, to the ladder just, and just start it doing it just do it when you get to the top because that's going to be the next loading section or whatever but it's this sort of like press X to, and it's like it's a thing where it's just like you come through a door and it's like hold Y to do a smash or whatever yeah just let me do it <laughs> or if it's if it's that if it's that critical you can't progress the game until you do it well do it just, just it's more thematic yeah. that way just happens. I don't want everything to just be it's just all X and then all the cool shit doesn't happen until a cutscene kicks in yeah but it's just it's like it's like heavy rain, and I loved that element about it. And I'm sure I've talked heavy about this. Where it's just like though. every every motion is, you know, something that you control. Yeah. But it's also stupid. <laughs> yeah, but you have to take into account when, like, I I'll I disregard heavy rain because I think it could have been handled differently. But when Fahrenheit came out, oh, we had life. very fucking limited um, technology, and in order to make it cinematic and everything that was the that was a really smart way of doing it like i i think realistically prior to that the f- the w- only one that really stands out was like shenmue which again um, limited to the hardware i don't know hardware. if shenmue was the first no 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 but i mean the, it, it can't the, be. it was shenmue was definitely the first it popularized it uh yeah that that made it the, the the reason we're doing this is because of we want to make it yeah, like you, you like, can't like a do movie this. And, yeah, and we so haven't got, got the hardware in order to do this as an actual fucking animation. Yeah, whereas in most more modern games, though, yeah, it's just lazy. Event, it's it's just it's just that oh, that'll just it, it makes you feel like you've done something. Yeah, I mean, I like, look at like look at Uncharted. A lot of the uh, action stuff in there, it's all it's all on rail stuff, but mm. you're doing it 
you, you, you have to jump and you have to dodge and everything. And it's all happening exactly the same as it would in the cutscene with the buttons popping up. It's just the fact that you're doing it. Yeah. So it's entirely doable. It's just lazy. It's probably a time constraint thing as well, but I also hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just, it's just, it's so unnecessary. Um, another new one, Daniel. Moving on, Oddward, Soulstorm. Oh. Yeah, it looks great. Looks real good. Um, they did show a teaser for it on the last thing, but this one had a bit of gameplay and everything in there. Okay. Uh, I'll speed through the ones that we're not really going to talk about. But new Resident Evil the Village gameplay, uh, new Deathloop gameplay, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, which Jesus. I will say. And Have they not stopped these up, yet? Well, up until the end of the trailer, I didn't know it was Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, the ray tracing <laughs> on it was fucking fantastic. I was like, this looks real cool. Looks like a, quite a spooky game. And then it, I saw the, uh, there was like a picture of one of the things like, that's fucking, that's one of the monsters from Freddy. And then it pops up and like, motherfuckers tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Demon Souls extended gameplay, um, which probably the best looking remake I've ever seen looks real fucking good um, and I think that's coming to PC as well um, for some reason they showed us Fortnite just to tell us Fortnite's <laughs> going to be on there um, and to be fair it was running on the new Unreal 4 engine but it looked it looked like Fortnite and the yeah. Playstation Plus collection yeah um, which I think is I mean it's not great I mean it's super good like it comes with um, God of War, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, uh, Final Fantasy, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat X, Uncharted 4, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, Last of Us, um, Remaster, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, which I own nearly all of those games, except for Persona <laughs> 5. And well, Days I don't Gone. think there's anything that in, in that list that was actually released within the last two years. Yeah, uh, God of War. Two years. Monster Hunter? So. No, because Chris was still living here then, so it definitely wasn't. When did God of War come out, Dan? When did it come out? 2018, so the last two years. <laughs> what month? April. Well, then shut up. <laughs> no, because I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> no, because two years is September two years ago. Yeah, but you said within. So it's older than you, that. You said within. <laughs> yeah, which it isn't. Yeah, because it is. <laughs> 2018 and 2020. That's yeah, two years. Yeah, so two years ago is the 21st of September 2018. And it came out in April. So it's not within the last two years. Well, it still is. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Regardless. Um, but I think it's a really good thing for people who didn't have a PlayStation 4. Yeah, maybe missed out on something. Exactly. I think it's a really good mm. idea. Definitely. Um, also, somebody pointed out, and I kind of agree, but I disagree at the same time. They were saying that this because a lot of people were saying this was a rumour um, but they wasn't sure what it was and they were going to everyone was of the impression this was going to be PlayStation's Game Pass um, and then obviously it came out and it was this and there's some people saying oh it's really good no it's really shit whatever and there's some people saying um, this is nowhere near as good as Game Pass which it isn't in terms of value for money but I would argue I don't think there are that many games on Game Pass that live up to the caliber of these games. No, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's more games, but they're not as good. Th there's not many third parties in that list. Like most of them are PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, I'd say I'd say out of like the, the lot, uh, Resident Evils or whatever. Yeah, I mean you got Resident Evil, um, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, Batman, Battlefield. That's about it. Not more combat. Fallout, that's it. Everything else is yeah, first yeah, party. Yeah. And to be fair, God of War's better than anything on Game Pass, so <laughs> I don't even fucking care. I still love Game Pass, but I think I think that was a really shitty move not to do a version of Game Pass. I think you well, get more just, people on it. You'd have to include a lot more stuff. So I think like if anything, Microsoft just seemed to be shoring up their defences. Oh yeah, I mean, to be like, no, no, no. Game Pass is going to be. We're sticking with it. Now we're buying all the, all you know, we're renting all of these licenses from Origin or whatever from EA. Um, now we've bought Bethesda and a bunch of other companies, and we've got all these. Other, so everything now falls into the Microsoft Studios thing. So, you know, if you wanted to try and 
pull back on some of those Sony things coming across mm. maybe then maybe we could do the same with a lot of these third parties and then all of a sudden boom they're only available on Xbox and Microsoft uh, on PC you know it's uh, they're just doubling down on I'm glad that they are on this rather than yeah. another gimmick like Connect. Oh, can you imagine Connect? <laughs> but it's just that, like they, they said, it's like they just went, "No, we've made the decision, and maybe it wasn't the best decision, but we can't lose face. Yeah. Like we have to sort of follow through with it now." Well, I, I sent you that thing the other day. Um, that someone from Sony had said that they didn't see um, Game Pass as a sustainable service, and a simple Google result tells you that there's 65 million active Xbox Live users and if you were assuming they all have standard Game Pass that's $7,792,200,000 a year Mm. that's a fucking lot of money it is, which is why they're going yeah sure we'll buy Bethesda Mm. (laughs) whatever because like I can see this being the last console and I'm just purely focusing on you can get Game Pass on your t- just literally just on your TV like Netflix. Yeah, or maybe the the next ones that they make they'll be updated, but they won't be like cutting edge. Mm. They'll just be like it's functional, it does exactly what it needs to do. But no, your PC is still going to be better than it. Yes, a brand new PS6 or whatever is going to be better than it. But that's not the focus for us anymore. Yeah. Now we just want we want to just put as many games as we can in people's hands. But I think that's the biggest. That's the biggest problem I've got with the new Xbox consoles. So the Xbox Series X, which is also four hundred and forty-nine pound. Um, also, what is going on with these prices? I know, real good prices. Yeah. It's because of fucking Nvidia. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but the yeah, how much was that? Thirty ninety, like fifteen hundred quid or something. Yeah, but you think though, that's not that Outrageous. bad. I mean, a thirty eighty. Is only like seven hundred quid. Yeah, but I mean, it's because I think they're just encouraging people to go for the middle market rather than try and get the best one possible. Yeah. So if you go for thirty-eight and it's only seven hundred quid, yes, that's still a lot. Hmm. You could buy the digital Xbox and PlayStation new consoles for the same price. Yeah. Um, but that is going to do you infinite. Like it's it's going to be exceptionally more powerful. Oh yeah, down the res. Yeah, um, but the series' biggest. Oh, also got a War Ragnarok teaser, but I think the biggest oh, it's mistake. Not really, it's just a, a God of War symbol with runes on it. The thunder is coming. Yeah, well, we all yeah. we already knew that. <laughs> yeah, but it, was, it was nice to just have it revealed, and it's next year as oh, well. One thing that did get uh, dropped the other day was um, Night City Gangs mm. by um, uh, CD Projekt Red yeah. for Cyberpunk. Yeah. Just sort of getting a bit more of a tease. As to some of the absolute motherfuckers that you're going to have to deal with great. in Cyberpunk. Looks fucking great, mate. Looks so good. Um, it does. But what I was going to say was, before I forget, the, I think the biggest, the biggest stupid thing Microsoft have done is the Series S, which is obviously the digital version of the Xbox One X. But with their fucking 500 gigabyte hard drive. Yeah, fucking up. Like eight hundred and fifty-two. No, 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 no. It's a terabyte. The the PS Five is eight is eight hundred and fifty-two gig, which I'm assuming was a terabyte. Yeah, that'd be the and in, that, that's what it is after. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming it is. Um, yeah, but the the Xbox got five hundred and twelve gig or something. No, yeah, five hundred and twelve gigabytes. So yeah. again, it, given the fact that they're saying it's five twelve, that makes me think that that's not including. Any partition storage? Assuming, or... Yeah, it was probably about seven, probably about seven hundred gig. Yeah, well, I don't know because it could go either way. Um, but either That's way, Red Dead and that... Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, and you're done. But like, what a ridiculous fucking hard drive! The the, the PS Five, the disc version and the digital version are exactly the same. Hmm. Um, obviously, one's got a disc drive, one hasn't, so the digital one's cheaper. Um, but insides and everything else exactly the same. Yep. The S and the X. The X is pow- more powerful than the S. And I think for some, for a company that is driving Game Pass so hard, the S should be exactly the same as the X, just without a disc drive. Yeah. Because that's what you that's what your money's riding on. It could just be a, a failure in the hardware, though. No, it's because they've made like, it smaller, you know- isn't it? 
It's no, but I mean, if there's, if there's something within that disk drive or that space or something within the actual hardware itself, and you remove that, and inherently it can't be as good as it would have been if the disk drive was in there. Anyway, I, I think it was a pretty good reveal, all in all. Good, good yeah, price more than anything else. Very surprised with the price mm. across the board, Xbox and uh, and PlayStation. I expected them to both to be about six, seven hundred quid. Uh, if, yeah, if you'd have asked me six months ago, that's what I would have put yeah. my money on. And I think, in all fairness, had Nvidia not come out the week before, I think we'd, that's what we would have been looking. At. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, all in all, not not too shabby at all. Um, we're going to wrap it up there. And if you want to listen to some more fantastic podcasts, uh, this was not, unfortunately, the fifth best one in a row. <laughs> No, no, I forgot. Uh, I don't think the last one was either. To be fair, so we'll have to start from scratch for the. No, next but we one. called that one we out did. up front. We did. Um, but there's plenty more on the website at www.podcastdisplay.com, um, and there's also loads of let's plays, game shows, animations, and even more than you could possibly shake a stick at. Um, just a quick reminder: this week's episode brought to you by Enac Fire and their G20 wireless earbuds. Um, we reviewed them. Head over to podcastdisplay.com forward slash review and check them out for yourself, Dan. Thanks for joining. Thank you. It's for you're more me. than welcome. Hope you've enjoyed yourself. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I just remembered. I was supposed to do a thing for you. As you may remember, last week or the last podcast, should I say, um, we had a riveting discussion about Star Trek yet again. <laughs> and I said that in the next podcast, I was going to test your, you know, big head about all this Star Trek knowledge that you keep on banging on about. Pretty sure I don't. You, you just. You keep on going on about it. You're just like, oh, Ponfar, Ponfar. I mean, I do that like, one. <laughs> you know one thing. I did pretty well last so time. So I decided... There was there was one thing that I thought I gave you at a stretch, but the ship, you didn't yeah. get that. So I've got a little test for you. So I'm going to send you a picture of an individual and what I'm looking for, because I'm going to give you a choice of... Uh, well, yeah, a choice of two... Right, so either you can give me his name, as in the character name, or yeah, actor name. Sure, that one's going to be even harder. But if you know that, but not the, the race, fine. Or the race. Okay. Okay. So if it was a picture of Leonard Nimoy, say in Spock outfit, then you'd say, he's "Oh, it's Spock." Or, "Oh, he's a Vulcan." Precisely. Played by Lem- Lemon Nimoy. Who is that? <laughs> Leonard Nemo. <laughs> who's that? Who's that boy? No um, clue. Oh no. What, what 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 do you want to give me the clue of? It's from the Delta Quadrant. Does that no. help? No, of course it doesn't. <laughs> so I think I know the race. Okay, let's go with that then. It's like a Tixalan or something. Have you just Googled that? How, how, how can I Google? <laughs> it's a face. <laughs> lens, Google lens. Reverse no, image search. I didn't. <laughs> I ain't got a clue who he is. He looks, he looks okay, a bit like Jim well... Davidson. <laughs> Don't tell him that, jeez. <laughs> Um, I think I saw him playing a band like this. Like, remember when me and Rick went down to? But no. no, no, no. It was it was like him and someone. It might have been him. It might have just been a few. Of, but there's like a few cast members who have got like a little band and they perform for fans at events and stuff like that. It was quite cool. But like the night before, like a little before the conference party sort of thing. It's pretty cool. What, who is he? Um, oh right, yeah. Sorry. Um, so that's Neelix, who's a Talaxian. I was close. So you yeah, are pretty I, I, close. I, 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 that's the only thing I could give you. I would, ne- I would yeah, not have gone. I, I'm going to say I'm comfortable. With, I mean, it's wrong, but it was close enough to be in remotely the right ballpark. So I'm going to say you yeah. pass on this occasion. Well done. Nice job. I'm going to have to find something a bit trickier for you next week. I maybe. would recommend anything that's not in Deep Space, uh, Next Generation or Voyager, because they're the only ones I've actually watched. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll try and keep it reasonable. Um, or maybe I'll go for a planet or something. That'll be hard. Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> no, neither would I. So don't worry about it. But we will. We'll leave it there, we will. I think. Um, if you want to see more riveting Star Trek trivia, <laughs> um, we should do a Star Trek podcast. What exclusive? Starcast. I'm pretty sure that must Ent- be on Entercast. YouTube already. There's, there's a. That that could be anything. The Pon Lower decks. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that would just be perverts. That's, I mean, 
who only have a wank once every seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could I could recommend like a book club, but it's for Star Trek. Yeah. So like certain episodes because you don't need to know you haven't need to watch it from season one. You know you know who the crews are. You, you know only need is. to watch Starcom. <laughs> you yeah. get all the context you need. <laughs> but maybe I'll, I'll give you a recommendation. Like, so season four, episode six or whatever, is a great one. Q's in it. Like Brilliant. And then we can uh, discuss it on a podcast. And you can go, who was this person? Why were they like that? Why was this all shot on cardboard sets? I'll go, it was the 80s, Callum. And they they literally had Q no choice, around. I'm afraid. Well, Q was in yeah, Next Gen. Late eighties, early nineties, yeah. I said like ninety two. Well, I think Voyager started in like ninety seven. Really? Ninety five, ninety seven, or maybe it ended then, because Deep Space Nine and Voyager were running at the same time. So I think, it, yeah, it was about. It would have been about eighty seven. Next yeah. gen, yeah, definitely. Wow, I wouldn't have said that. But Voyager would have been like ninety two, ninety three, starting. I don't know now because the last episode of Next Gen was ninety four. Oh right, no. So no, I was right then. It must have been like ninety six, ninety seven. Voyager just started in. Is Enterprise. Ninety five. So you you were a year out either way. But not yeah. far, not far. So Enterprise was like early two thousand. I suppose, like very I suppose early next gen. I'm I'm counting as the nineties because that's when I would have watched it. That's, to be fair, that's when it was probably better. <laughs> Like season one, I wouldn't worry too much about that. You're not really missing That's anything great. there. Anyway, we're not getting into this again. We'll go. <laughs> it's fine. You can just start this off. This this can be yeah. the start of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you later. Bizzles. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.